Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Obviously, the New South Wales Blues with a massive 50-6 to win last night over the Queensland Maroons. And if you want to go back this morning, if you haven't listened already, dropped a podcast where I go through my analysis of just about every try that the Blues scored in that game. A couple of really interesting plays that they came up with. Obviously, highlighted essentially by Tom Trevojevic, the role that he played in a lot of those plays. But Jerome Luai, I also thought he was brilliant. Some of the touches that Latrell Mitchell had were unreal. So we go a little bit more in-depth on the analysis of some of those plays and how they came about. A lot of really interesting tactical plays by the New South Wales Blues and a lot of just instinctive plays, which is what Freddie relies heavily on. And to me, sometimes more less is more in coaching, and I think Freddie understands that. I think he's learned lessons from last year, but I think he's one of the guys that truly does understand the origin. It's about getting the best footballers and getting them in the right frame of mind and letting them express themselves through their football. I thought it was great from the Blues last night. And look, I know the dust has barely settled on Origin 1. We've still got a couple of weeks till Origin 2. And look, there will be suspensions. There will be injuries. There will be everything happening over the next few weeks because it is the rugby league world, as we know. Everything's going to be upside down again very soon. But I am just having a look at some of the potential changes that we could be seeing in Game 2. Now, for the New South Wales Blues, uh, the one guy that I thought would probably come into this side is Angus Crichton. But to be honest with you, I'm not sure if you change a winning team. I'm not sure if you move anyone out of a side that just put on 50. Do I think Angus Crichton is a better back rower than Tyson Brazell and probably Liam Martin? Yes, I do. But I don't know if you change this team, to be honest with you. Angus Crichton is the one guy that I would consider bringing in. And I thought he would come straight in for Tariq Sims, to be perfectly honest with you. But Tariq Sims was unreal last night. And, you know, you, you, if you disagree with that, I'm sorry, you, your eyes are painted on. He was sensational last night. He was very good. He had an early drop ball where I thought, fuck, here we go. The same old Tariq Sims. Why is he here? After that, he absolutely brained it. Played his role perfectly in a lot of plays there. Threw a brilliant pass for a try for Toto. And just ran strong all night and defended really well. So Tariq Sims, I'm not sure if they can drop him to be honest with you the interesting thing is here 
that they are going to Suncorp next. Suncorp, it is going to be closer to what we saw in Townsville than what it will be in Sydney. We know that Sydney, it's a very dewy ground. The game is played very differently at ANZ Stadium compared to Suncorp. Not as dry as Townsville, but it still will be a pretty dry track. You'll be able to move the ball around. You also know that the Queensland Maroons, they're going to come ready for war. The Queensland Maroons, they do not get dusted twice like that. There's too many talented guys in this team, and there's too many talented guys to come back in for that to happen again. So Angus Crichton, he is the only guy that I would look to potentially change. Another big body off the bench would be sensational. But Liam Martin, he did really well when he did come on the field. So interesting to see how that one plays out. Angus Crichton is the only guy I would consider bringing in. But dare I say, I think Freddie might stick with his 17, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, If there's no injuries and he's able to pick the same 17 for game two, I think there's a really good chance he will. The vibe coming out of the Blues was sensational. It looked like good fun all week. They clicked straight away. They all went up together. They all backed each other in. They backed each other in in defense as well. And they just looked like they were in sync the entire game. So... I'm not sure if you will see any changes. As I said, Angus Crichton, he's the one guy I'd be trying to get in, but I don't think you could give anyone the tap on the shoulder, to be perfectly honest with you, out of that side. For Queensland, slightly different story. Now, you're going to have two big ins. One will definitely be Josh Papali, seeing as as if he doesn't get injured over the next few weeks or suspension or anything. Josh Papali, he comes straight in. Now, it'll be really interesting to see how they use Josh Papali. Obviously, the front rowers that they started the game with tonight, you had Christian Welsh, the white white rhino. He was unreal here. unfortunately got uh, got knocked out in that game. So he had to leave the ground early, which was a huge blow for the Queensland Maroons, a massive blow there. The other front row they started with was Big Tino. He played 67 minutes, so a big knock there. Christian Walsh only played the first 15 minutes or so. For me, if I'm bringing Josh Papali in, I think I'm going to start Josh Papali, and I think I bring Tino off the pine. And I know a lot of people have been very anti that over the last you know few months whenever I've said that, but... If you watch that game of football tonight, it was pretty tight. It was pretty close to kick off the game, and then the bench players came on for New South Wales. You saw Payne Haas. He came on. He absolutely terrorized uh, the Queensland side. He was unreal. I think they scored two tries off two of his play the balls. He was sensational. He came on in the 21st, 21st minute. It was only 8-0 at that point. Jake Trevojevic had done really well through the center third to start the game, but it was Payne Haas that really broke the game open. And for me, 25th minute, we saw one of Queensland's middles come off. Jai Arrow, Joe Offahengawi went on. For me, wasn't much of a night for Joe Offahengawi. Wasn't a huge shock to me. I was a bit surprised he was in this side. I think he will be the one that will drop out. I think you'll see Joshua Parley come in, and I think you bring Big Tino off the bench. I think he'd bring some fantastic impact there for the Queensland Maroons. The other big in, hopefully, I'm assuming he will be there game two. Fuck, I hope so. Kalen Ponga. Now, if you bring KP in, this is where it gets really interesting with the Queensland Maroons. He's obviously your first choice fullback, so he will be in the one. You've then got Val Holmes. you still got Kyle Field on one wing. you got Xavier Coates on the other wing. You would assume that one of them would drop out for Val Holmes to go there. I would probably assume Kyle Felt, but something to think about. With Tom Trevojevic playing the way he is at the moment and playing the style that he is in this team where he is floating around and he is just being a footballer out there. He's not really playing a position. When he is at right centre, he is lethal and the guy they've got marking him, Kurt Capewell, a brilliant defender, don't get me wrong. And if we were playing in Sydney, I would probably keep Kurt Capewell there. But right now, going to Suncorp Stadium on a dry track like that with Tom Trevojevic doing what he's doing, I just don't think 
your your defender at centre can be giving away that much pace and that many yards to a guy like Tom Dravojevic. It just seems very dangerous to me. I'm not sure what you do here. I'm not sure if you potentially play Val Holmes in the centres. I'm not sure if you bring in someone else. I'm not sure what you do, but I'm not sure if Kate Bull at centre is the answer for the way Tom Dravojevic is playing at the moment and the way that the Blues are moving the ball from sideline to sideline. So very interesting to see how that one plays out. For me, though, Joshua Parley, he has to come into the starting team. Kalen Ponga, he has to come into the starting team as well. So you will see a couple of changes there. I think you still run with Harry Grant. I think he would go for the 80 minutes next game. Hopefully he's got uh, a few more reps under his belt playing at the Melbourne Storm and he's fresh and ready to go. It looks like we won't see Reid Marnie anyway. Ben Hunt is another guy that you could consider. But look, I wouldn't really take the jersey off AJ Brimson in jersey 14, to be honest with you. I mean, he came into the game, they were down 30 nil or something. Not really a game that a guy like AJ Brimson could really break apart. Let's be perfectly honest here. It will be a completely different contest once we get up to Suncorp Stadium. Obviously, the Queensland is having two games in a row. Uh, you know, Obviously, I'm a New South Wales fan. I want to see the Blues win game two. That would be sensational. I want us to go 3-0. and But for the state of origin, for, for the for the sake of our game, geez, it would be good to see one all and then we go to the decider in Sydney because that decider in Sydney would be a very different game of football and it would probably play into the hands of the Queensland Maroons. So it would be very interesting to see the New South Wales Blues play in a slightly different structure. Let's be honest here, a fantastic win for the New South Wales Blues last night, 50-6, to unreal. The conditions were next to perfect. It all clicked for the New South Wales Blues. They were unbelievable. And Queensland, a little bit trodden down there. But as we know, we've seen it over the last few years. Queensland, they would have left Townsville last night. They would have gone, sweet, off to Suncorp. Eyes on Suncorp. Gives a fuck. Let's move on. It was the same as game two last year. As I said a few times, my only worry is the coaching. My only worry is that Paul Green, is he going to be able to pull these guys out of one of the biggest losses ever? I'm not sure if it is the biggest loss. It's definitely right up there. Probably the 2000 game uh, where Ryan Girdler scored 1,000 points. That's probably still up top there. I don't know the exact score from that game, but this is one of the biggest upsets, especially up in Queensland. This is massive. Uh, when, when I say upsets, sorry, I, I don't mean the Blues weren't the favourites or whatever, but just as far as Queensland goes, this would be devastating. So he needs to pull them out of the fire there. This is where... A guy like Wayne Bennett is so valuable. You saw him after game two last year. He was smiling. He was giggling. He was laughing. I think he even had a can of Coke to himself. So Wayne Bennett, he was not stressed in any way, shape, or form. They came out and they blitzed it in game three. This is going to be a massive game. These are the changes I see. Papali and Ponga, they're going to make a massive difference for the Queensland Maroons. Papali in particular through the middle. This is where they really got dominated, especially once Junior Paulo and Payne Haas entered the fray. That made it extremely difficult for the Maroons, and they simply weren't able to keep up with them through the centre third. I know it's one of those games where I feel like I'm talking about Tom Drojevic, Latrell, the Haas the whole time, but the New South Wales forwards, they really were sensational. They had fantastic games all around. They laid a perfect platform the entire night. thought Damian Cook was really good through the middle as well, had a really strong performance there. But for the Blues, I mean, they were just unreal. I understand that uh, Queensland Maroons, they didn't have it all go their way. Obviously, Christian Welsh was injured. But Jake Travojevic didn't play huge minutes, but I thought he was great. Tariq Sims was unreal. Cam Murray was sensational, running some great lines. Isaiah Yo played the full 80 minutes. He was fantastic as well. Payne Haas off the bench. He was probably my standout, though. An unbelievable game from him. 13 runs, 132 metres, 60 post-contact metres. He went for four tackle breaks. He was unreal, Payne Haas. He really... When he came on the field, New South Wales, they already had the dominance, but him coming on the field, it just blew it away for the New South Wales Blues. Unfortunately, I think the depth that Queensland have, they don't really have a side that they can pick like New South Wales off the bench. So it's going to take some great 
coaching, not really coaching, more man managing to get the very best out of these guys, coming off a big hiding, going to Suncorp Stadium. As a New South Wales fan, as confident as I am after last night, I must say I'm extremely nervous about this game because when it comes this easy for you in game one, it's hard to get yourself back up for game two again. We saw this in game three last year. Good luck to the Queensland Maroons. They're going to need a big turnaround here, but I know Origin well enough to know that there is no finish line and the Queensland Maroons, they will be back with Josh Rapali and Kalen Ponga. They are going to be a force to be reckoned with in game two. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.